0: Everybody and welcome to Chat from my Hat podcast. I am your host Josh Brown, along
1: with my co-host Caleb Luther. And Caleb, how are you this evening? I'm okay. I'm okay. You know, it's it's that weird time at the beginning of the year when you know my birthday is coming up. Your birthday is coming up. Well, it's folks, in a, It's in a couple of days. It's In a couple of days. That's exactly
0: right. Uh, welcome to Chat from My Hat podcast. This is episode three: The Toys That Made Us, um, Caleb. But uh, what you been into this week?
1: You know, a little bit of. Nothing. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say everything, but I decided to go with nothing. No, it's there. It's been it's sort of eventful in terms of like media this past week. Because you know, last night you had you had the Golden Globes and and then so many different award shows. Like nominations have come out, like the SAGs and the uh, Directors Guild, and this uh, this upcoming Sunday is the Critics' Choice Awards, and. Uh, but yeah, the, the 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 main thing that's been focusing on I me and I think it's it's a reflection on this week's research of this episode is that my birthday is coming up and I'm turning 33 the the golden age of 33 and this this episode the research sent me down an existential crisis I think <laughs> oh god <laughs> which that happens every year at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. it's a mix of new years even though time doesn't matter but it does whenever your birthday is early in the year but uh yeah, sent me down existential crisis. Like, what have I done with my life? <laughs> what have I been doing with my life? God, I yeah, know, it's 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 not good, Josh. It's not good. But then I, I mean, s- it could be. But then I snap out of that. I snap out of that real quick, like like I always do, and I I, I try not to hold on to it. And uh, luckily, the research that we've done this week for the episode is uh, is fun for the most part. So, it, so I agree. So so I'm not too I'm not in too much of a major depression because of it. <laughs> well, understandable. Um so we
0: watched Megan this week uh you and I. We did. Um and, and Nancy went to the to the theater and I was I was uh, pleasantly surprised but at the same time pleasantly disappointed at the at the movie.
1: It's it's so odd because th- that's a movie that was 100% not on my radar until last week. And you know, it got screened for critics and it got really good reviews. Like that movie has like a ninety four on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, and I was like, "Oh wow, is this going to be like a new the like classic in January?" That's crazy. That's yeah. unheard of. And then we watched the movie, and it's it's really not a hor- a horror movie. It's not at all. It's not great, but it's not bad either. It's, no, so it's, it's not. It's, it's just in the. It's like middle of the road. It's not even remotely bad. It's yeah. good. good. Uh, but it is more of a sci fi thriller, and I was really hoping that was going to be like a, a new. Like I hate to call stuff an instant classic but you know, I was hoping it was going to be sort of an instant classic dark comedy or, or horror comedy but the, there's not enough comedy and there wasn't enough horror. Like there may be like one scene of real like tension and suspense mm-hmm. but for the most part it's just very high on sci-fi and, and, and you know, some family drama stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I like that. I thought it was fun enough. I'd watch another one. Sure, sure. Yeah.
0: I, I'm not sure that they're they're going to to turn this into a franchise because I'm assuming They've this already, is going to make listen, some money.
1: It did make money, and they they're already in talks of developing a sequel. Of course, so, which makes total sense. Whenever a movie costs fourteen, fifteen million dollars to make and it, it makes like thirty million, it's like okay, first week it's like yeah, we got to make another another one. But you know, for a, a January, for literally the first movie to come out in 2023, mm-hmm. it was a good one. Sure, like, just it's just it, you're not going to. There was like it would have to be literally the worst year of cinema for that to end up in my top ten at the end of the year. Sure, Like, sure. it just ain't gonna happen, well, you know.
0: But speaking of instant classics, you and I also watched No Country for Old Men
1: this week. Oh, God, we did, yeah, yeah. Me and you, me and you both uh, watched that, and man, that movie just gets better every time I watch it. Well, I watched, love that movie. I watched movie. it because I've been on a I've been on a, a 2007 kick. That's mm-hmm. what I... It's, it's been my theme for January. It's like, I, I was heavily reminded that 2007 is considered to be, like, one of the greatest years sure. in cinema. So I've watched sure. ha- a handful... And I got to know Country for Old Men because for a second I thought maybe it's like maybe Zodiac was the best movie. And then I watched No Country for Old Men. I was like, this is the best movie from 2007. Just I've watched it so many times, man, yeah. and it's yeah. it's always really good. It's it's quotable as as all, oh, absolutely. As all get out. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the acting, direction, cinematography, the tension, the sickening tension, mm-hmm. and honestly, like there's one amazing shootout scene that I think is one of the best shootout scenes in, in cinema history. So I agree. I'll completely it agree. totally holds up. It's my favorite best picture winner of all time. Sure. Sure. And and I have not seen every best picture winner. <laughs> <laughs> but out of the ones that I've seen, that's the best one, I think. Um
0: well uh, before before Megan we saw the new trailer for A knock at the cabin. Um we did Caleb I've I've got some I've got some thoughts. Got some <laughs> what's, thoughts. The, what's the what's thoughts? My, my my general thought is this trailer gave away so much for an M. Not Shyamalan movie, and I'm afraid that it gave away too much. It might have, and and yeah. and if it does, that's kind of disappointing because that'll suck. That'll suck, yeah. because if anyone's seen an, an M. Not Shyamalan movie, and I, I assume you have, you're listening to this podcast, so I'm assuming you've seen at least one of them. Um, there's always that that twist. It's always the twist. It's always the yeah. suspense. It's always this. M. Night Shyamalan is very hit or miss. We, me and you, me and you can agree. They're he's very hit and miss on some things. He's the definition of hit and miss. Definition of hit and miss. His last movie was old. I hated that movie. Yeah, I did not like and that. You movie didn't at all. like it either. No. <laughs> so,
1: but the the movie before that was the, Glass, and I liked Glass. It, it got yes. bad reviews, but I liked it for what it was. It wasn't like a great conclusion to that trilogy. Sure, I liked it. Yeah, um, but I, I I really feel that that trailer gave away too much um
0: of that film and i'm disappointed that that was shown I'm
1: you sorry. know it's one of those things maybe we'll look back on the what we're saying now a month from now or whenever the movie comes out and be like oh no we were, we were yeah wrong. It you never know I mean? because if you look at every m night Shyamalan on trailer can you think of any of them that ever gave away anything important i can't think of any <laughs> not really but because old definitely because 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 the twist in old is stupid so you're not gonna give that yeah. away and obviously like a movie like the visit like one of, i think that's tw- that's an incredible twist yeah. in that movie. So, if there is a twist which there's going to be, I'm, it has to be. There for, has to for be better or for worse, there's going to be a twist. And I d- definitely don't think that we've seen it, but given the circumstances in the movie, I did like that first trailer because it literally just shows them in the cabin. Yeah. And this yeah. one shows a little bit more of world building and I'm like, I don't, I don't know if we needed to see that. And and who knows? This could be cuz
0: I don't I don't know if anyone has has seen um, I'm sure nobody has the, the critics have not seen this movie or anything. No yet. way, no, no. It may be a completely straightforward movie for him. It could. It could be. It could. There couldn't be. There may not be a twist at all, and it's just a, a straightforward. This is my, you know, just wanting to make a normal movie type yeah. situation. Um, which, if that is the case, then I'm not going to be that upset that the trailer shows everything. But for. With his name on it, you, you you go in thinking you're going to get something special.
1: Oh, well, another thing interesting, which I did not know this until that last trailer, is that this is an R-rated movie. And he's only hmm. he's only ever done one other R-rated movie. And we know what that is. It is The Happening. And if we ever do a guilty pleasures movie, that'll be talked about. Oh, I'm sure it will. It'll and I'm sure it's, and it's, it's in the hat. So oh, yeah, I'm it's, sure it's we will talk about that movie, at some point. It's a terrible movie. I don't want it to be bad like that, obviously. But... uh. Yeah, I'm interested to see what what they do because I think there will be, probably be some violence in it. Sure. Because I know he does not like to load his movies down with with language and cursing. It's just something he doesn't do. I think yeah. he, he hates it. But uh, yeah. he's not he's not he's not scared of a little bit of violence. So, sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, Caleb, let's swing it back to the globes. The globes. So the, we'll spin back to where it was. The globes. And, and you have, have you have notes. quite a lot to
0: talk about. I'm, I'm, I'm no, sure. Not
1: really. You know the globes the globes do globes things. You know this is the first year after a year of absence where they did not they did not air the globes last year cuz of controversy that, there's only like 100 members of, of the hollywood foreign press and apparently like all 100 of them were white or i don't know that they they definitely they definitely diversified their portfolio this year they they put more mem- members in it but uh, they brought it back and it's back on NBC and i don't think the globes is like a huge precursor for like some of the more major award shows mm-hmm. like the Oscars mm-hmm. or, and like Critics' Choice and Baptist. But to some extent it can be. You never know. Like some, a, a movie or an actor can win an award at the Globes and people can catch wind of that. Like, oh, I like that. I liked seeing them win. Sure. I'm going to vote for them at this show. Sure. So, I mean, like it is usually the first show of the, the award season. So, I mean, I guess it has a little bit of that. But uh, the show as a whole didn't upset me that much. You know, uh, the Fablemans ended up winning Best Drama. It was not my favorite. No, dare I say, no. dare I say, it was my second least favorite out of all those. Like, but Elvis didn't win, mm-hmm. and I do not mm-hmm. like Elvis, so I was totally cool with that. Yeah, I would have preferred Top Gun, Maverick, to, or uh, Avatar: The Way of Water to win, but I did not want Elvis to win. I would have got, I would have got flashbacks of Bohemian Rhapsody winning a few years <laughs> ago, and it would have it would have further. Uh, elevated my uh,
0: existential crisis. <laughs> Elvis. Elvis is not as good as people make it out to be. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's the, not. It's a movie with it's a not.
1: with a great performance, but I think as a movie, it's a it's a mess. It's and, a train. And back. I don't believe one single word of that movie. <laughs> like I almost think that the Weird Al movie is as truthful as the Elvis movie. But yeah, Fableman's One's one best drama. Wasn't that upset because I just did not want Elvis to win, but I, do, I don't want Fablemans to win at the Oscars. <laughs> Luckily, Fablemans didn't go against Banshees of Any or Everything Everywhere All at Once, which Banshees of Any won Best Comedy last night, which I, I did love. I, I love that movie. I was whole, I was hoping that Everything Everywhere All at Once was going to pull out, cause it out because it got a couple uh, acting wins last mm-hmm. night, which is really cool. But Banshees ended up winning. Uh, it's my, it was my second pick. Out of sure. all the movies nominated not, it's not just my second favorite, and yeah, I, I do love that movie. Don't mind it; it is more of an awards movie than everything everywhere. Uh, Austin Butler obviously won Best Actor. Uh, I haven't seen the whale with Brendan Fraser, but I was definitely pulling for him over Austin Butler. And it's listen; it has nothing to do with Austin Butler's performance. I think he's great. I cannot, I cannot watch that man talk and give it, give another speech. I just can't take him serious. I, I was, I was watching it with my mom last night. She was like. He's got a little bit of a southern draw. He must be from a southern state. I was like, "Oh, let's go check it out." Oh, he's from Anaheim, California. <laughs> you know
0: that—that that to me is another topic that we have in the uh, the hat. Is method acting is it good or is it bad? <laughs> you know, it, and it, 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 it when I, when you think method acting, and I will, we'll touch on it in just a second. Method acting, the first thing I think of is Heath Ledger. Yeah, I guess, so. and and to me, we'll save it. But dangerous. But it's dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Maybe J- not. Maybe him not to that extent. But it's the fact that he became or tried to be Elvis so much that yeah. it's his personality now, and that is a dangerous, dangerous line to tread. Now
1: they even asked him in the post show. They they brought it up in the post show last last uh, last night, and he said, you know, I guess it's one of those things where if you whenever you like leave a country for a certain amount of years and you you develop an accent like it was like he was like i was i was elvis for three years and i guess he I, he picked up on it but i'm like it, i'm getting i'm getting johnny depp flashbacks oh <laughs> like it's similar or i can't i cannot watch johnny depp actually like be himself because like that's not that's not how you talk dude like you, yeah he, like he's, you, always, he's always he's trying like a to British be jack he's trying to be jack sparrow yeah so it's just one of those things that, hey i'm glad for the guy glad he won and all that sure but i mean i don't want to watch him give another acceptance i'm hoping at the oscars Either Brendan Fraser beats him or Colin Farrell beats him because I because Colin Farrell is going to give a much funnier speech <laughs> than Austin Butler and you know what his Irish accent I totally buy because it's real <laughs> 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 but yeah I, I, it, it's, it it doesn't like anger me we're just we're just talking here you know it's it's whatever it but. angers me but I do not want to see him really. get, I do not want to see him give another speech uh, last thing that I want to touch on. It's actually the only thing that actually made me mad the whole night at the Globes. Well, before, I know what you're going to say, but before that, uh-huh. I
0: want to say that they gave Steven Spielberg best director. They did. And to me, that's a... You
1: know... Boring.
0: Move on. They like it's a, I think Steven, Steven Spielberg. They like awarded him because... We know he's cause good. Because
1: he, he's telling a story about about his childhood that he's always wanted to tell. But to me, man, Spielberg has not made a great movie in 20 years. No, so he I'm hasn't. So I'm like... <sighs> What was the What was the movie that put us to sleep? Um, um, oh um, 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 Bridge of Spies. Bridge of Spies. Yeah, I'm, I'm, Snore I'm not best. saying it's bad, but it's nothing special and it's boring. It's, it's really like, not. uh yeah, yeah, I really wanted the Dan the Daniels to win for everything ever all at once. They really did something special with that movie, and, but I guess it may, might just be a little too weird for the awards circuit. So they gave they the, the safe pick was Spielberg. What are you going to do? At least didn't go to Baz Luhrmann for Elvis. <laughs> but that's That was my motto the whole night. I was like, it's like, I know Austin Don't Butler, be I know Don't Austin be Butler's going to win, but nothing else better win.
0: <laughs> but,
1: well, yeah, but yeah, uh, the thing that made me the most upset of the night goes into TV shows. And this is a show that I've loved for seven years, and it just ended last year. And that's, that's Better Call Saul. So it was nominated for Best Drama Series, and uh, Bob Odenkirk was nominated for Best Actor. And... You know what? This this bleeds over from even the Emmys. If I'm not mistaken, it's been nominated for 40 plus or maybe even 50 plus Emmys, and it has not won a single one, and you know what? It did not win anything at the Globes last night. The Globes likes to, likes to do this thing where a new show will come and they like to award it. Uh, they, they did it with Brooklyn Nine-Nine when it came out, and it beat a, 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 a... I felt like at the time, a much better Parks and Recreation. And last night, they awarded, surprisingly, House of the Dragon, which... I mean, everybody thought Severance was going to win, but deep down in my heart, I was like, "I better call Saul. Is going to pull this out." It's the show's over. They're nope. They're going to reward it for being so, having such a great ending, you know? Because Breaking Bad, when Breaking Bad was out, it won everything. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like, oh man, like it, you make a show that's just as good as the last show that you made, basically, but it's not getting anywhere near the praise or. Or love that uh, that show did. I almost feel that that was a kind of a product of its time because
0: Breaking Bad wasn't. Breaking Bad was like doing things that other shows weren't doing, especially on network television. I mean, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Breaking, Bad, Breaking Bad is they totally deserved all those. Awards. And I'm not it's saying anything. And, and I'm not taking that as a shot toward Better Call Saul because I've never seen it. I'm just saying from Breaking Bad's perspective that Breaking Bad was doing. Yeah. Kind of groundbreaking television at that time because it was right on with yeah. the Walking Dead. I hate to say that, but it, the Walking Dead was doing things on on the um, the gore factor and stuff like that in shows that other shows weren't able to do at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Breaking Bad was about a, a chemist, a, a teacher, a chemist making meth. Like you, yeah, I mean, very rarely were you going to get that on network
1: yeah shows like that definitely so, changed then you look at shows like that came on fx at the time too sure. they all sort of like sculpted the way I sure. just really want a better call saw to win something man like bob odenkirk was incredible in that in that show and he uh you know, he didn't win best actor i don't remember i don't remember who won best actor last night i'd, I'd have to think about it but uh it, it definitely didn't leave a big impression on me apparently because i, I don't remember but I, I really wanted it to win something and it did not and just a huge, huge disappointment. Have I watched all of House of the Dragon? No. I've watched one episode. I'm just finding it hard to, to get invested in that world again after watching Game of Thrones. I'm just like, eh, eventually I'll get into it. But right now, it, it, it's Better Call Saul season. Okay. And it deserves its awards. Okay. And it, So, yeah, Emmys, I'm looking at you. You have one more chance this is next year because part two of Better Call Saul will be nominated, you know, for Emmys this upcoming year. Sure. So, don't screw it up. Like the the Globes did. Like they always do. Rant over.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Caleb, uh, before we move uh, forward with our episode, we move back uh, real quick again. Um, And we want to thank everybody that has listened so far to Chat from a Hat. Caleb, we're up to 123 downloads uh, of our two episodes so far. And uh, we appreciate all of that. We appreciate the feedback that you all have given us about the show once again. um, Keep downloading. Keep sharing. Doing all of that. Uh, to where, you know, this bumps numbers up and more people will see it. We greatly appreciate all of that.
1: Yeah, thank you guys very much.
0: Well, Caleb, uh, let's go to this week's topic, uh, the toys that made us. We're about 17 minutes into the show already, so yeah. we might as well get to the topic. To do it. Uh, so, uh, Caleb, do you want to get started with that? Do you want me to go first? Who went first last week? I don't remember. Don't matter. Okay. I'll go
1: first. Okay. Because I got it. I mean, you got yours up, too. I got mine up, too. But I go ahead. got mine up as well. Uh, you know, uh, thinking, thinking about this, this episode, uh, I had to really think really hard, and as I came to my conclusion of all the, all the toys and what, or whatnot that I've chosen here, they're not the most exciting choices, if I'm being honest with oh, you. Oh, mine are not either. Uh, but. but I mean, there are some here that are, are, I think would maybe consider maybe a cheat. Because we always do a cheat or cheat or two sure. every week. But, We're cheaters. But to me, cheater, you know, cheater, cheater. What what classifies as a toy? You know, I mean, what do oh, no. you what, oh, what even is a toy? But yeah, I do have. I had this paper football when I was a kid. <laughs> I do. I do have quite a few toys here. And the first one here that that it was actually actually the first one that I thought of after I pulled that the topic out of my hat last week, and it is. And I even have name brand on here. The, okay. Because the, the, there's a lot of Mattel on here. Slinky. No, not... Well, oh, well oh. I mean, Slinky might pop up here later, but I got the <laughs> the Mattel, Mattel Lion King Pride Rock playset. It's from 1994 when the movie came out. It's a, it's a Pride okay. Rock... I, I mean, I had pictures on here, but uh, I had this thing. It was, it, was, it was Pride Rock, and you could... It, it had... The top of Pride Rock, and if I not thinking it came with a few of the toys, a few of the lions, and mm-hmm. if it didn't, I had them. I had them anyways because sure. I was I was obsessed with Lion King in ninety four, like like I'd say most kids are. But there was like a a, a place where you uh, where you could put a body of water, you could pour water into as well. Oh, that's cool. And there was like you know the the, the part of the movie where they where the uh, hyenas hold the uh, the the toucan like captive, mm-hmm. and it has mm-hmm. like the bones or whatever mm-hmm. It has that, and uh, I I love that. I don't know, I don't. I, I don't know where it went. I must like 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 dumb kids do when they're like 12 or 13. Yeah. They sell it at like a yard sale or sure. something. Like that. I'm not thinking about like why, why would I do why that? Why would I do that? And yeah. and it was it was such a great toy. I would take it to church. Because, hey, you know, when you're four or five years old, you're not going to listen in the church. You're going to play with your toy, okay? Sure. <laughs> you're going to listen to the sure. preacher. You're going to play with that Mattel Pride Rock <laughs> set. And, uh, yeah, I would play with that. I would wear that thing out. And I, I wish I still had it. But I, luckily, like, it was very easy to Google. And I found tons of pictures. Like, yep, that's it. That's sure. That's my toy. So. My uh, my list is, like, in
0: chronological order. So was mine. Just from what I remember mm-hmm. as a kid. Yeah. Um, my first recollection was a rattle when I was a baby. That's a joke. Um, Jesus. Jeez, Josh. But um, I was a, and you know this, and we've talked about this quite a bit. I was a huge Power Rangers fan as a kid. And one of my first, um, I've never told this story to you. I told it to Nancy the other night. She thought it was hilarious. Um, I, my One of my earliest re- like, recollections was receiving the red, uh, the Red Dragon Thunder Zord. Okay, it came. It was one of those um, types of toys that came like right at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I remember my mom was gone to the store doing last minute Christmas shopping, and, and this toy. We were off on uh, we, like I was just a child, right? Um, and my father says to me to that somebody dropped a package off on the front porch to go get the package off the porch. Um, so, I go and get the package, bring the package in. It's not huge, you know, it's just a little box of stuff. Yeah. He opens the box to see what it is in front of me. Well, it turns out to be the Red Dragon uh, Thunder Zord. Yeah. Um, and he goes, Oh, well, you're not supposed to see that. And he shuts the box back real fast. Oh, no. So, I see it and right. I'm infinitely excited. Like, I'm jumping or around, I'm happy, f- you know. <laughs> and he gives me the toy, mm-hmm. he gives me the toy early. So my mom comes in and comes home and sees me just playing around with this red long freaking dragon. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Where did he get that? And he was like, eh, hey, he saw the box. He died, just gave it to him. She goes, That was supposed to be a Christmas present. <laughs> so that's one of the, the one of the first like real vivid memory that I I, I, I have. And I, I said to Nancy, I was like, if that's not a memory, and that's a vivid dream that I've remembered my it's, it's whole probably life. Real. Um, yeah. And so the Power Rangers were like my, like, from like age like three to like five or six, they consumed life. Yeah. Um, and I just, I mean, if there was a toy out of them, it was one of those like had to have it top, going down the aisles of a store, like, gotta have it, gotta have it, gotta have yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, those were the, the, yeah, the, the very young, young years of stuff.
1: Yeah, that's that you. It's it's cool to actually remember getting the toy. I don't remember actually like getting mm-hmm. my Lion King toy. I just remember yeah. I just remember having it and yeah. playing with it. But compared to my next one, which I do remember getting, I remember mm-hmm. vividly getting this next one, and it had to be around the same time, maybe ninety five. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think like. When this stuff came out, and this may may be a cheap, I don't really care. Whenever I looked up 90s toys, it had stuff like this on here. I'm like, I'm going to consider this a toy because this was a big part of my childhood, and I played with this a lot. Sure. And you know what? So do my parents. My parents played with this a lot, too. And that is on Christmas Day, let's say 95. Sure. If not 95, 96. Sure. Coming to the living room. What do I see on the TV? My parents playing this video game called Subterranea. On Sega Genesis, so okay. so the Sega Genesis okay. came with Subterranea, which is I guess is a, has like a cult following. Sure, it was a very difficult game. I've, I even played it in, in my adult years. I, yep. I'm still bad at it, but it also came with Sonic the Hedgehog three. Oh, so it came okay. with that game. So that was my introduction to video games in general. So so I started off I started off strong with video sure. games with sure. Sonic. Like Sonic three is probably still my favorite Sonic game, and it may be because of that because I remember just being like. Filled with joy that we had that, and it's one of those things. I don't even remember asking for that. I might have, yeah. But the fact that I, I got it, I'm like, oh, kids have these, yeah. so this makes me a real kid now. Yeah. You well, know,
0: I mean, to be honest <laughs> with you, the Sega Genesis is on my list too. I mean, so it, I think it has to be it think, has either either a Sega
1: or like a N64, like one of those yeah. things because that yeah. that is a big part of the 90s. And, yeah, and everybody in my family played that Sega Genesis. Oh, I remember yeah. I would come yeah. home, I would come home, gosh. Years later, like mm-hmm. let's say like third or fourth grade, mm-hmm. I'd come back and my mom would be playing Sonic Three, trying to beat. We'd be at the carnival level, which yeah. has that really hard part where you're you're on that thing and you're trying to get underneath that platform. And we'd be like, Mom, we got to beat this thing right now. <laughs> it's like my parents. My dad would, was more fond yeah. of Subterranea. Yeah, but I, I don't want to go into other games because those were just the two games that I started with, and right. I, I guess it came with the console. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being like filled with joy, and I I love that Sega Genesis. I did sell that Sega. I remember I do remember selling that Sega Genesis at a yard sale mm-hmm. some years later, back whenever I was into yeah. P, PS2. Yeah. But I did end up getting another Sega Genesis, like my yeah, yeah. I had twenty whenever I was twenty Something maybe like yeah. Uh, for, yeah for Christmas, and it, it, it came with like a lot of the games yeah. that I had. So it's 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 played a, it's played a huge part in my oh, yeah. childhood and my life. So yeah,
0: yeah, I, my my Sega Genesis was as well. I had I had Sonic the Hedgehog two.
1: I mean, um, I had that eventually,
0: and, but yeah. Uh, and I, going right back to where we were, I had a Power Rangers game on it. Um, <laughs> I ever had one of those. The, the Power the Power Rangers game was a like Mortal Kombat ripoff. off.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, and I'll
0: never forget you could you could be um, Zach the Black Ranger and and press B and C and alternate B and C and he would pull his axe out and just swing his axe in like this 360 motion and okay. hit people you couldn't block it. It was yeah. like a glitched move. Uh-huh. That game was so easy when you could do that and people would get so mad when you'd play them. <laughs> um... But yeah, the 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 Sega Genesis
1: was. So was that is, on was that on your list too? Sega Genesis. Yeah, yeah, actually, actually was yeah. Okay, so did, was that what you did? You want to talk about that, or was that all you wanted? Oh, to talk I was just about? gonna go ahead and t- I was just, just, just to the powering because so that was the game that was yeah. that, that oh, Sonic the Hedgehog two was. I mean, I could get, we man. could have an entire episode about the Sega Genesis. I oh, think. I, I think I had we could. like tons of games that that were all impossible, and I didn't beat any of them <laughs> <laughs> except for Sonic three. Yeah, Sonic three was the one that I could beat, and honestly, that was even kind of tough. Remember, we beat it one day. We as, did as grownups yep. at your house. Yeah, yep. we played the, uh, we the played, Xbox version. We would, we would switch off. Yeah, we switch levels yep. and switch uh, who would who would take control yep. and stuff. But yeah, yep. uh, so that was
0: that was fun. I remember that very vividly, actually. Um,
1: you want me to go now? Sure, Cause, cause, sure. Because I just touched on, since on we had our, since we had, had, sure. had Crossroads. Sure. Okay. sure. uh, what was next? Okay, here is another one from Mattel, <laughs> another toy. <laughs> so I I can't remember the magazines. But I used to get magazines. Uh, it might be like JC Penny magazines. Whenever you're a kid, and it has all those toys in it. Now, oh, you're so, talking like the wish list books. I guess so. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, JCPenney yeah. oh, the JC Penny Toy God. Maybe, what it maybe, was called, maybe that's what it was. And uh, that was who you get that thing around like fall and look yep. at that thing like I want all these toys. Yeah. But you know, it was kind of, like the size of a phone book. Yeah. So to us, it was. It might yeah. not have been, but to it was, But to us, it was like a, the size it was, of a it freaking it was a, phone it was a big book. Deal. So I remember they had. One section of nothing but Rugrats toys, and they had all okay. they had all of them. They mm-hmm. had Tommy, Chucky, Stu, they might have had Grandpa Lou, for all I know. But I was like, I want that Tommy Pickles. <laughs> he talked, and there was multiple different Tommy mm-hmm. Pickles. There was there was somewhere he's in a different different uh, clothes. But this was just the this, this standard Tommy Pickles blue shirt diaper, and sure. uh, I got that for Christmas. I, for I, I asked specifically for that, and I got it for Christmas. And I remember. I remember uh, that being a big part of my childhood, maybe from mm-hmm. like ages six to like mm-hmm. embarrassingly so, maybe nine. <laughs> but it was just such I mean, a, no. such a cool toy. I mean, like, what's I, wrong with? What's wrong there's with... There's, no, there's nothing wrong with it. Rugrats. Is great. Yeah. Rugrats is a great show. And uh, I mean, I, I, listen, I, no guilty pleasure here. That that toy was awesome, and uh, it, it fit in very well with my repertoire of other doll-like toys. <laughs> <laughs> your other plushes. Yeah. You're
0: the plushes.
1: Yeah. Um so hold on just a second. I need
0: to... Oh, I had to take a sip of water there. God, you got me all <laughs> choked up about Tommy Pickles. Um 1995 brought out a movie called Batman Forever. Yeah, they did. Um buddy, let me tell you what. Batman Forever consumed my life. Now, I had not seen Batman or Batman Returns. I didn't even know they existed. Mm-hmm. I just saw Batman Forever. I remember seeing Batman Forever in the theaters as a kid I think I did too and it literally consumed my whole existence <laughs> for like a whole year like the batmobile and the batwing and the batboat and yeah. like dude i can't i can't tell you how many batman toys i went through because i played with them so much that they just they just would fall apart yeah they would literally and plus you know a lot of those action figures back then versus action figures today they don't hold up like they used to. Mm-hmm. You you take a Marvel legend today against a Batman toy from back in like '95. It's
1: not in date. You saying that they're better now? I think they are. Okay, I think well, uh, right. I think is, maybe my mind is playing tricks on me with with how the quality was in these toys the '90s. Thing. I mean, to
0: me, well, I mean they 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 held up, but mm-hmm. it's like if you would just twist an arm a certain way, it would pop off and you're done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, today everybody's got the, the nice okay. joints yeah. and the you know. But anyway. Uh, Batman was my was the thing I was Batman for Halloween I was it was like a whole it was a whole thing dude mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I, I just just Batman was was my like 95 to like 96 97 yeah. early 97 Toys Until fight.
1: the real Batman, Batman and Robin came out, yeah. And then <laughs> the, the, I was no longer Mr. A fan Freeze, of Batman. Batman. Then Mister Freeze consumed oh, your God. life. Jesus. I also watched that one in theaters too. And mm-hmm. I even think I even think at a young age I was like, "This sucks." I believe, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, and I could I could be,
0: I actually watched Batman and Robin at the Capitol Theater down the street here.
1: Yeah, you might. have. I yeah. think I did. I think I, I watched, think that was one of the last movies
0: that they showed down
1: there. I think. I think we were on vacation. In like Myrtle Beach, that was one of the things we love. We love to go to that mall, the mall theater at Myrtle Beach, mm-hmm. and uh I think Batman are almost one of the ones we watched. I have a pretty fond memory of that. Unfortun- yeah. Unfortunate yeah. for like such a bad movie, but yeah, yeah, I, I I'm. I, I'm trying to remember if I was that into Batman Forever. I remember being really into Jim Carrey. Now that's the thing. Any, anything that was, Jim that Carrey was part of it. That and was I, part but of it I, too. I don't remember if I had any like Batman yeah. Forever toys though. Yeah, uh, I do. This isn't on my list, but compared to that, they came out around the same time. Is that I do remember having some Nightmare Before Christmas toys, mm-hmm. and then some like I was really into Nightmare Before Christmas when it came out, mm-hmm. and it's one of the things I just kind of forgot about until I was like. Thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, I forgot that it existed. I guess because so many other things consume my life. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, this really awesome movie came out." And that, I think that was around the time I started to like resurge. Sure. But I had a really cool Jack Skeleton toy, toy that uh, I don't know where that thing. I must have flushed yeah. it down the toilet or something. Oh my god. I don't know, <laughs> but it, uh, it was awesome. It's no longer here. D- don't look it up. It might have actually sucked. <laughs> but 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 the four year old me, it was an incredible <laughs> toy. <laughs> but that's not on my list because I really don't even remember it. Uh, next on my list. Continue with the dolls, I guess. Uh, so, if you know me, you know that my favorite film franchise is Toy Story. Oh yeah, and uh, I was—I've been a fan since day one. I'll, In, I'll go
0: ahead and preface it with Toy Story is also on my it, list okay. Of, so we, we can we can so, no, we can come so we, together. So, so this, we can come together. Okay. On this
1: one. So yeah, ninety-five. Uh, oh mm-hmm. gosh. So mm-hmm. so Toy Story. I got I had a, a Woody doll, mm-hmm. which was. Ugh, a lot better than the ones they make now. Oh, I did yeah. tell you. And the Buzz the pull- did it have the pull string on the yeah, back yeah. and he topped. Yes. And he yes. came
0: with a little plastic wooden, like a little yeah. plastic hat. And he was like
1: loosey goosey too. Right. Like if the ones now he are like really kind He was of like stiff. a ragdoll. Yeah, he literally yeah. was like it was a rag great. Doll. He loved and it. And I had a Buzz Lightyear. Same thing. I had a Buzz Lightyear. I had a Rex. Mm-hmm. Maybe not like a big Rex, but like a Rex. Yeah. He wasn't as big yeah. as Woody or Bugs. I don't yeah. even know if they made that big of a Rex. They, they probably did, but I just didn't have mm-hmm. it. And I had a uh, I had a, <laughs> a slinky dog, which just sucked. <laughs> that thing got destroyed after like a day. But also I had like a Mr. Potato Head. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you know how Andy, the first scene of Toy Story, is like coming up with like a story. And like Mr. Potato Head is like robbing yeah. the bank. Like that's that was my life. That sure. was my life creating movies in my head yeah, in my room creating like villages. I yeah. had I had all the toy story toys. yeah, And uh that was that consumed my life cuz it was Lion King in 94 mm-hmm. and I ha- I had a good strong run with Lion King. Yeah. Like I bought that on VHS and I would just read all the thing all the text on the back. Like yeah. oh, directed by whatever. And I was like why am I into this? <laughs> <laughs> then then look at me now. it Makes sense why. But uh Toy Story came along in '95 and it just defeated everything, and it has not really, it has not let up. It,
0: hasn't <laughs> it has not. You have you have Toy Story tattoos for God's sake. I have Toy Story
1: tattoos, and I have so, a, a big like plushy uh, Woody that my nieces got for me for Christmas a few years what, ago.
0: Your your Buzz was it like um, the one that the the, the one that like you would press his buttons and he would talk? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we had the same thing. And, it, okay. and it, his wings would shoot his, out his, his you, wings would shoot out if you pressed yeah. his chest button.
1: That's some different ones. They had one yeah. that was like a, a glow in the dark Buzz mm-hmm. that was like sort of like translucent got yeah. of... Uh, never ha- I didn't like that one as much um my, my buzz I don't
0: know if he was faulty or anything yeah. but his 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 head thing would go back yeah. and then one day it went back so far that it got stuck <laughs> so he, I was never <laughs> able to push
1: it back forward um I mean I never liked... I never personally never liked the buzz toy as much as the Woody yeah. toy it just oh, wasn't yeah. it just wasn't as good at, it was stiff That thing would, it would hurt if you hit oh, yeah. it
0: well I had um they had made a a RC car, like an actual RC. I had had one of those too. I had like the the car from the movie. Was it kind of good sized? Yeah. It was pretty good sized, right? Yeah. Did you ever try to put Woody and Buzz on that?
1: I'm I'm sure I did. Because when you did, it went nowhere. (laughs) I mean Buzz. it just, it just I mean, Buzz. Stopped. Buzz weighed a ton. He man. did, man. Yeah. He was
0: like a paper. I mean, like
1: Woody was was like weightless, but yeah, it's yeah. like
0: you because I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to recreate this scene yeah. from Toy Story where they're going down the street because I had you know the alley outside of my house. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just you know, put Woody and Buzz on that car, and I set the car down and and hit those two <laughs> things to push that thing forward, and it just went. I was like, "Well, we're not gonna be able to do
1: that, I suppose." And I think, I think my Woody, my Woody doll's still around, but it is, it is annihilated. It's been like <laughs> cut open and has like drawings on it because, because you know, my little sister eventually yeah. like got, got, the, got had, the doll. You eventually. handed the the like, doll down, just like, like the movie, like the movie,
0: just like just it's like
1: like, just like the movie. The movie. <laughs> and no, then she destroyed it. I, th- I think I think I'm mad about to play a play role in the <laughs> it. because I probably played with it until I was like nine or ten. And you know, Toy Story Two came out '99, and I didn't get as many toys then. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't—I don't think I ever had like a Jessie doll. I think at that yeah. point I was a little—I didn't—I wasn't necessarily too old for it, but I—I I was like in my mind I was like, "Come on, Caleb, you are a basketball star now. <laughs> you cannot be playing with Jessie dolls." And maybe I kind of wanted a Zerg doll now. <laughs>
0: I, I, I kind of wanted a Zerg doll too. I
1: don't think I—I don't think I ever had one unless like they had like. Like Burger King had like now they had, <laughs> had a like little toys. toy, yeah, just yeah. A, little, a little one. Yeah, that's my that's my Toy Story story. I mean, never toy ending. Sto- toy Story
0: was a I mean, yeah, that's true, that's true, never
1: ending. We're, we'd watch <laughs> five if it came out. So. I would, I would be reluctant. Then I'd be like, ah, what the hey? They haven't failed, yeah. Except for Lightyear, kind of. <laughs> Lightyear was it was okay, it was okay. <laughs> it doesn't count. It's a different thing. Sure, you know. Sure, okay. Who wants to who wants to you're, you're, you're oh, up? So we it was, we crossed. Okay? Yeah,
0: because we crossed that one.
1: Okay, so. Uh, funny you talked about the rc car Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. so i have i still have this it is a chevy truck racing track i remember we had a a racing track of of cars that Mm -hmm. my dad had from like the 80s and i was born in in 90s so he'd bring that out sometimes but it didn't feel like mine and my sister's Mm -hmm. it felt like my dad's and eventually they got us the uh the chevrolet truck racing track for for christmas one year it came with two trucks and that thing was awesome. Like, it also kind of dangerous because it would, eat, like, I feel like I can't, I can't count the amount of times that it like nearly caught on fire. <laughs> yeah, because whenever you like whenever you're racing those things, man, they, 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 get, they catch some heat. Yeah. And like yeah. on the tracks and stuff, and and like you you pick it up and smell like oh no, it's <laughs> <That's> not good. <laughs> this is rubber. This is not good. But I still this have, is rubber. Burning. I don't know if it would work now, but I still have the box and all like the the track parts, and I'm sure the I mean the, I'm, the, sure the I'm sure it would. I mean would. it never played. It was it was a brief part of my my childhood, but uh, it was very fun. Me and my sister would race mm-hmm. that, and Dad would obviously coming in and and, and and referee it because we would get into it. <laughs> you know, like if if one of us. One of the other lost, like, like it is on. Like how dare you defeat me at the Chevrolet race Track. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> that was a fun one. I'm gonna have to bring that one back and maybe post a picture or video yeah. our, on our Facebook page. Sure, maybe that'd yeah. be cool. Um, so
0: ninety ninety seven happened, and and I'm, I'm gonna combine these two because they're they're well, no, I won't because mm-hmm. I'm because I'm, I'm sure you've got some more. But um, ninety seven happened, and I'm I'm in grade school and. Um, when I went into uh, Mallory grade school in the mornings, um, they would, whenever people were coming, when all the kids were coming in, and I remember this also plain as day, they would put everybody in the gym until school start, until the time that everybody was supposed to go to, to their their classrooms. Mm-hmm. And our principal, uh, Mr. Vinovich was his name, um, he would have a TV set up every morning, and he would be playing movies, like mm-hmm. just family-friendly movies. Well, one day he played this movie called Star Wars. And oh, no. opened this whole monster <laughs> to me of of this galaxy far, far away. And there, there's only been two like things in my what three three toys or 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 topics that have consumed every single aspect of my life from '97 till now, and Star Wars is one of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you you know i've always been a huge star wars fan love star wars yeah. except for the sequel trilogy cuz it sucks but other than that um but it literally consumed me more than anything toy related at that time until the next one um mm-hmm. and the 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 main the main toy that i remember having was this big huge uh millennium falcon Oh. Um, that oh, wow. the toys would actually like the, the the action figures would be able to go in it. Oh. it. It wasn't. Well, granted, it might have been huge to me as a child. Now yeah. it may not be huge yeah, at all. Yeah, everything's um, a little bigger. Everything's. Like, yeah, but it, I would I, I would at least say it was at least maybe f- sixteen inches long, probably. So it was okay. it was about it was about like that. Yeah, um, and very very wide. Um, the people can totally see that. I mean, was, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, but what was really cool about yeah. it is that you could put the stuff in it, and you could put Han and Chewie in the cockpit, and then um, close up the cockpit and everything. And in, instead of f- like having to hold it to fly it around, yeah, you the the landing gear would come down, and the landing gear was a handle, so you could just do it like, okay, flail it around with the handle. And and I have never gotten in trouble. I did, but with a toy like I did this one. Because I thought one day that it really could fly. It could. And I threw it. And I hit my mother in the stomach (laughs) with, with this big, huge... Yeah, yeah, okay. I got it taken for a little while, <laughs> and I was so distraught. Like I was like, "No, not my Falcon,
1: no!" So <laughs> you're just like Luke at the end of Empire Strikes.
0: Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how I was. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. dude, Star Wars was, and it still does. It, it with the Mandalorian now. You you see yeah. in our bedroom, mm-hmm. it's consumed our whole entire yeah. uh, existence uh, as far as as pop culture goes. So Star Wars, man. I mean,
1: yeah, I, yeah, I really. I hate that I missed I missed the boat on Star Wars because you you were introduced to it in an awesome way where mm-hmm. other kids were as well when basically the teacher played the movie for yeah. you in class yeah I I always knew about Star Wars but I wasn't introduced to it mm-hmm. I, I didn't watch them until I was in my twenties and yeah. I and I feel like that has affected how I, how I view Star Wars and I hate that that makes me so mad yeah. I, feel like, I feel like I was robbed of that and I don't know just why, why did I have to watch Terminator two I couldn't have been Star Wars? I mean, Terminator 2. Good yeah, movie, it, dude. It, it, it's, it's great. It's a good movie. Should I have been watching it at 3? Who's to say? <laughs> yeah, sure. There's nothing I probably really... S- had some ter-
0: There's nothing really like super... Well, it's yeah. violent. It, it is violent. violent. It has some language. So, yeah. I mean, I was watching the James Bond films at like...
1: It's not as, eight, nine, it's so not so as I mean, bad as Terminator. That's true. That's no, true. but I, re- I really wish I would have watched Star Wars when I was a kid. I think I would have a much stronger appreciation of it all as a whole. Yeah, I understand that. It really ticks me off. All we'll right. go back in time whenever they get that uh, stuff So next, situated. next we're getting into some uh, sketchy territory. So, uh, is this your cheats? Is this it, your cheats? See, this one's this one's very brief, but for some reason it just uh, I don't know, it just popped in my head. It just it, it I just remembered so well, but mm-hmm. I don't think these these toys lasted long. I just don't think they were meant to last long. Okay, and these are actually toys you would get at a restaurant. It was you know like how McDonald's mm-hmm. Burger King had mm-hmm. the ki- the kids meal. These were from Pizza Hut. And they had these Casper, these Casper toys. They were like, like, I guess maybe, maybe silicone, but mm-hmm. they were glow in the dark. They were hand, little hand puppets and they glue in the dark and it had Casper and the, the three other like ghosts, uh, stinky, fatso, uh, Why Stretch. do I, why do I remember having a stinky? Everybody, listen, everybody had one of these. Everybody did. And I think I had, I think I had all of them. Cause I also had like a, a Casper, like a, like t- actual toy. But I, I remember getting these. They were kind of like hard plastic, weren't they? Yeah, these were a big deal at Pizza Hut. I, I've, yeah. 95, 95 at Pizza mm-hmm. Hut. Uh, so I, I believe I had, I somehow got all those and I had them. Uh, they, Like I said, they were not meant to last long. Sure but but, but I, I do vividly remember for I me mean, they were like the, the third or fourth thing that popped into my mind when thinking about toys mm-hmm. that I had in the 90s and not not even necessarily good toys like like what can you do with a little hand puppet that really doesn't even move that's very stiff when you put like your sure. your fingers in it or whatever sure. and it, it glows in the dark but I mean does it glow in the dark that well probably not it's a Pizza Hut toy <laughs> but but I mean, I was at, like, I mean, I, like all kids, I was in the Casper in the mid nineties, sure, you know, that brief, sure. that little brief period of time, and I had those. And, and, and Casper,
0: I, Casper was a good movie. I liked it. It was okay. Yeah, I, I didn't, yeah. I didn't mind it. I didn't,
1: didn't mind it at all. That's what it, it hasn't it hasn't really like hasn't really like crossed over into my adulthood, mm-hmm. you know. But as a kid, I, I did love it. Definitely need to watch it again. Nah. I, okay. <laughs> nah, nah, it, it's do it. It's do a watch. I think. Yeah. 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 Well, what's next on yours?
0: Um, next for me, um. <laughs> August
1: 1997. I'll oh, never gosh. forget
0: this either. I was introduced to wrestling for the first time. Mm, yes.
1: I bet, I bet we have some crossovers here, maybe. We, possibly. <laughs> um,
0: WWF at the time, uh, SummerSlam, heart and soul. Main event was Bret Hart versus The Undertaker. Uh-huh. The first match, wrestling match, that I'd ever seen was M- Mankind versus Triple H inside a cage. Mm hmm. I was hooked immediately, hooked at these larger than life yeah. people, and again, one of those things, it literally consumed my whole entire existence. Um, one of my one of my fondest memories of a toy was having a DDP Brawlin' Buddy.
1: Oh yeah, I had that. Do you remember?
0: Do you remember the Brawlin' Buddies?
1: I, I, yeah, I had that, and I had a Sting.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I never ha- I never had Sting, but I had yeah. DDP and um. There was a Hogan one, too. Maybe it was Hogan. I yeah. think I had Hogan. There was just a few of them. It was just... Yeah, yeah no, I yeah. think they only made four of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, was maybe Macho Man the other one? Maybe. That sounds, that sounds about right. Because I think they had him in the, the so, NWO so Madness they're, they're stuff. five then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Um, loved. Loved. And still... I still love professional wrestling. I've always been a wrestling fan since then. Uh, I don't watch it as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still a fan. I still sit there and watch it. And that... If if I'm talking, um, toys that has shaped everything in my life, um, wrestling without a doubt. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah. know, anybody that knows me personally knows I'm a commentator for rest, a wrestling company. Um, it's literally took and encompassed people that I've met in life that I that are I consider friends, mm-hmm. um, and the 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 toys and stuff just built and grew that love for professional wrestling, um so definitely definitely wrestling figures is
1: hey I've, I had wrestling figures on mine too mine's a, mine's a little different mine's a little lamer like I'd say a lot lamer because you know you know who was not allowed to watch WWF as a kid. Me, I was not allowed to watch it. Well, I mean, it was it was. Your parents loved you. That's why. So, so I did. Your parents loved. So you. I didn't have WWF. Fig- I had all the WCW figures, and I tried sure. to. Sure. I tried to look up the exact figures. And I just I couldn't. I had so many of them, and mm-hmm. I don't have them. I, like I, I gave them all away or something. Yeah. I had all of them. Like literally every wrestler that you could imagine in WCW. I had them all. You know what? They were pretty good toys too. Oh yeah. They were yeah. very flexible. and yep. But here's the kicker: is that I, I had a ring. Mm-hmm. But I had a WWF ring. <laughs> I believe I had like a cage and everything. it was, yeah. a, it was a big, big son of a gun. Yeah. but uh, it was it was all I don't remember, I don't remember having one single WWF wrestler because mm-hmm. I just wasn't aware. I, I wasn't really allowed to watch it till yeah. I was like eleven, twelve, and I kind of got out of it. Like then, like I, wrestling for me. From the ages of 7 mm-hmm. to 10. Yeah. That was around the time I started getting into basketball and I transitioned to that. But yeah. uh, from 7 to 10, that did consume me. Like, oh, no yeah. doubt. That yeah. Cons- like, and there's always, like, these periods of, like, there's Lion King, there's Toy yeah, Story. exactly. And then there's the wrestling. Wrestling came in and I would get, like, at the time, like... You- you know, as a kid, you don't look at it as it's fake. I don't. I, like. I would. I would get legitimately upset watching pay per views and see my wrestler. Yeah, lose. absolutely. Like the giant would lose or like Sting would lose. I would. Get a, I, would, I would probably cry and get upset. Well, like, you've got you've got lose? you've got those you've got those goggles on of like you
0: don't know yeah. what's what's real, what's yeah. scripted, what's predetermined. Yeah. You know, and we're not gonna we can we can honestly dig that that yeah pull that curtain back at, yeah. at some point maybe, but. Yeah, as a kid, you are consumed by these these like I said, larger than life characters. It was like a movie come to life in front of a live audience. It's theater, so it's it's
1: literally live theater. I had all those toys, and I, I even like I was such a big Sting fan. That for two years in a row I was sting for Halloween, and, but but here's the kicker: one year I was the early '90s sting with the were you surfer sting with the I bleach blonde hair and the uh, I was that sting. You're gonna have to find was there is there pictures? Oh, there, I hope there is. But oh then, my god! I then the next year too. I was the uh, like the crow sting. Okay, and uh, okay. There, I, I I do know that there's pictures of that. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I had like a baseball. You got to show everything. me those pictures. It's pretty so. sick. So yeah. So that that might, that might have been a little bit after I, I was into wrestling. So mm-hmm. I think I might have been like the one sting. The uh, the surfers thing in yeah. fifth grade and the uh, the crow thing in sixth grade yeah. and then I really kind of didn't watch wrestling anymore after that but yeah uh, yeah wow it played a bit played a big role uh do you want to go next no, Cause, go ahead go okay because I'm uh, I'm assuming you've got a few more because so I've got one I left. feel like there's a big like maybe jump here because wrestling like I said consumed my life for like those three years to mm-hmm. where I started getting like into basketball mm-hmm. where I, like I, I played basketball at eight I was not good I was awful actually I started getting good maybe around ten but uh i had this this puff basketball the rim the ego the ego that I, I got good around 10 i, I did I, it's just hey it's just a fact <laughs> i made like the all star team that year i was pretty good but uh I, I had a puff basketball rim inside my kitchen i don't a even pu- know a puff ba- so it's like a little basketball hoop you, you hang up to like to like the uh, the door they
0: can totally see you i right know, now, i'm so. sorry i don't i don't i
1: don't know how to get into the doorway you know you you, you put it up there, and then you have a little puff basketball. It's like a Nerf basketball. And I had gotcha, gotcha. in the kitchen. In th- I know what you're talking about now. So I would, you know, like, as all things, I, this is definitely a toy to me. Mm-hmm. Because whenever we were creating stories with Toy Story characters, we were creating stories with wrestlers, yeah. I would create full-on basketball leagues. And I would be multiple different people. Because, you know, at the time, I really, video game-wise... I still didn't have a PS2, yeah. So I couldn't play the really good basketball games that I wanted to play. I was still playing like the really crappy Sega Genesis games that are honestly terrible basketball games. So I, I had to create these things, and mm-hmm. I would create like I was in buddy league, so I would have like actual like real players, but it, sure. It, but it, we were grown-ups, and we were all professional basketball players by then. So. Cool. You know, like I would do that. I did that from like nine mm-hmm. to like eleven or so. You know, and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm getting pretty good at basketball. I need mm-hmm. to just stop this yeah. <laughs> and just and just focus on the real thing. But that was a big that was a big part of my life because that transitioned to my my real life of basketball. And sure. I've been a huge basketball fan ever since. Uh, lo- love the sport. Uh, I don't play it as much as I'd like anymore. I'm getting a little a little older, and my ankles break easily. <laughs> <laughs> and you I do, do have you do have glass ankles. My ankles that's just okay. like like I played it in a game right before the pandemic. And I, I, I kid you not, my ankle sprained one minute into the game. Nobody did anything. I was just crossing the lane. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> my ankle. But, yeah, the, the Puff basketball game, I, mean, I had some of the best times, like literally just to myself. Yeah. And my parents probably thought I was insane because I, yeah. I tried to keep it quiet because it was in the kitchen. So everybody, it was not in my room. There was just not enough room in my room. The sure. kitchen, there was so much more room. And I, I, I created full-on basketball leagues. There was, like, championships. There was MVPs. It was awesome. You know, but then I, I got an actual basketball hoop outside. Sure. And then I started doing that outside. <laughs> <laughs> Creating actual... The basketball. On, the basketball listen, league moved to the it's outside. It's not as immature if it's on a real basketball <laughs> hoop. <laughs> hey, but,
0: you know, you, you talk about that, though. But you doing that... And forming these, you know, pseudo basketball leagues. Yeah, you were practicing every day. It is
1: practicing. You were literally it, practicing it, every day. I, I, my dad, my dad would say that playing on the fuff basketball game would make me worse. <laughs> <No>. Well, yeah, because <laughs> you're because you're playing with a Nerf size ball. Sure, and, you know, but it's but you, it's you, were fun. The, you were getting the love of the game, though. love a game. Then it's like so, I said, it, it's I did it help me practice when I actually moved to the actual basketball room outside. So, sure, yeah.
0: sure, I, I can had see a that. Big
1: time with that one, so. Yeah, how many more you have? Because I have one. I have a, I have a few more. Okay, let me see. Because uh, I'm sure I have, two, I, have, I have two more, but but the last one goes. There's like multiple things and there's layers to it. Okay, and I would—it's not even a toy, but I consider—I uh, would—I would, I would honestly
0: <laughs> say that mine is multi-layered as well. My final so.
1: one is multi-layered and it even may even lead into another episode eventually. So, ooh, foreshadowing, Spoiler- <laughs> it's not that interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting to me. Okay if you find it interesting people you, so you want me to do one sure. since you have one yes. you have one left yep. so this one is a is a big one that's definitely transitioned to to who i am and i'd say it's maybe the biggest one and i was nine or ten and i, I started to get really into music mm-hmm. like super into music so who we was i think it was at toys r us and we found mm-hmm. a toy guitar and i mm-hmm. got a toy guitar I could, absolutely could not play that thing. Sure. You know, it had real strings on it. It wasn't like a thing that you hit a button. It had real strings on it. Mm-hmm. I remember my uncle at the time was really good at guitar, and he he pick it up and he actually could could rock out on it a little uh. bit. But I had that guitar, and it started my music career <laughs> at an early age because I, I was really into Weird Al Yankovic. So I started. Uh-oh. I started the I know, persona. I this story. I started the persona of Crazy Caleb. And, uh, <laughs> I made an album. I made an album. I had a, listen, I had a, I had a cassette player. I had a cassette player that I, I learned how to like, how to like record stuff off the radio and I would come up with my own radio stations. But that's another thing. <laughs> you can consider that to me. That's another thing. But I, I did not have a microphone. So I, I, I found out how to, to take a headphone, you know, like the, the those really crappy headphones that, mm-hmm. not earbuds, but actual headphones. And I found a way to use that headphone as a microphone. I could plug in that the headphone into the microphone jack on my cassette player. Yeah. And it would work as a microphone. So I recorded like vocals and stuff and I would play the guitar not well. It's like sometimes I had like backing tracks that you get off of like a single. Sure. I would do parody songs. They were all terrible. <laughs> I remember I did like a parody of like the LFO song Girls of the Summer or something like that. And I do not remember the parody and I'm glad. And that tape exists. Is in my room. No one's ever going to hear it. No, no one's ever going to hear that tape. It is awful.
0: I'm going to go on a search in his room. Don't worry.
1: It, it is. It is. You'll know, never find. Actually, I think it's pretty easy to find. It's. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it's in my top drawer, but. Oh gosh. It, but it's but it's there, and that, that guitar played a big role because, while while the the guitar had an absence in my life there for a few years, I eventually did pick up an actual guitar mm-hmm. whenever I was in the eighth grade. And I took off running with that son of a gun. You it took. It took. You did not know me, John. No, I'm talking about from. <laughs> oh today, yeah, no, no no, 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 no. But in eighth grade, I I picked up that guitar, and I'd say within a month, I could play it. I was just like, and I didn't have guitar lessons because I took it serious. I was yeah. like, this, this is serious. Okay, I gotta I gotta be as good as Blink 182 on this thing. Okay. <laughs> but but I think the toy guitar really helped with that, and just my overall love for music at that at that young age. Not saying it was good music. I mm-hmm. listened to. Radio top forty stuff, but sure. I would act like a DJ and I would use all these things that that you're not supposed to use to actually record <laughs> with. And I would do it. I would do full on radio shows, and I made a, a whole entire cassette tape of just my songs that mm-hmm. are awful. And no one's going to hear them because they are terrible. <laughs> I mean, that's that's fine. But yeah, that's but there's plenty of.
0: <laughs> Never mind. We won't get into that. I was going to say there's plenty of stuff out there today that's terrible. But yeah, yeah. I mean.
1: <laughs> Okay, what's, what's your what's your last All one? All right,
0: so my last one is, it's so like, oh, of course it is. Of course <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> um, I'll never forget for my birthday, I received a PlayStation. Uh-huh. And if there is one thing anyone knows about me is that I am a gamer. That's mm-hmm. I Video games consume the majority of my free time. Um, if I'm not doing the podcast, if I'm not doing something in my apartment... I'm probably playing a game of some sort. I'm playing the PlayStation. I'm playing Switch, I'm playing Xbox, something. Mm-hmm. Um, the play I, I had the Nintendo, I had the Sega Genesis, but the very the first real leap into 3D gaming and stuff was the PlayStation, mm-hmm. and that opened up a whole world to me of of what we could do with video games and yeah. what we could do with the technology and how the technology advanced. You look at a PlayStation game today, it doesn't look like anything mm-hmm. to a lot of people. Yeah. Unless you're a retro gamer and you don't necessarily appreciate that game. But as a kid, you throw Crash Bandicoot into a, a PlayStation <laughs> dude and you're you're good for three weeks. Yeah. Three uh, three years even. You You'll play that game to death.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And a lot of people today don't, and a I'm, 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 soapbox moment but a lot of people don't appreciate that yeah uh, of getting a game that is finished that's getting that gets a game that that you can throw months and years into mm-hmm. and get just as much of enjoyment the first time you play it as you do the last time you play it again th- crash bandicoot you throw crash into into a, a a console and you sit down and play it, you will, it's a nostalgia thing. It's Mm -hmm. a nostalgia thing. But for me, that nostalgia kept going. And it's been going for almost, well, I'm I'm 30, 30 I'm I'm going 30, 30, nearly 30 years. I'm I'm nearly, yeah, nearly 30 years. And it has literally consumed life for me. If there's one toy, and I don't necessarily consider a PlayStation a toy, Mm-hmm. but if there's if we're going to classify it as a toy yeah. the that toy literally encompasses who my personality is as a person mm-hmm. in life um I I'll, I'll never not play games yeah so if if there if there is a toy that has made me over the years without question it's PlayStation and video games mm-hmm. no question yeah no question
1: that so that, that unlocked a memory that i was not even thinking about for me cuz i never i didn't have a playstation until it was it was late people already right. had, people already had the ps2 right. i was just behind maybe we just didn't have enough money mm-hmm. but i do remember we would rent playstations oh, at, yeah. at the local movie yep. movie store so we the, those were event weekends when that would happen yeah. cuz we would get we would always get crash bandicoot 2 no doubt it was oh, the yeah. only game crash 2. because like we okay, got okay, we got 3 get, three days to beat this game yeah we never did we yeah. never did but it was always an event whenever we were able to rent that that the ps1 sure. i did get a ps1 it was i was a little late on it but i always loved those oh, yeah. those crash games yeah dude those those crash games were a whole yeah a whole different monster yeah so yeah this last one for me uh n- not a toy but it, whenever i think about collectibles mm-hmm. even at a young age uh, I have a hard time not considering that like a toy because whenever you start collecting something at a young young age, despite it not being like something you can play with, mm-hmm. you know, people collect the Pokemon cards. So sure, but about uh, Pokemon cards, yes, so I, I never I never did any of that. So, but what I had this this goes back into my love for basketball mm-hmm. is that I collect the basketball cards. They were uh, the, the the brand was Topps, Tops T O P S Tops. Yeah, yeah. I know and Tops. Uh, it would I would go to Walmart every Friday with my grandma. We'd have a we'd have a day out every. Mm-hmm. Every Friday, we'd we'd go to the store, and then we'd go to Shoney's afterwards. Mm. But she she would always buy me like a pack of cards. Sure, now, I'd get a car, cards every week, and I still got a lot of these cards in my room inside of like a a, a folder. And uh, it was just it was just it was it was such a surge of like excitement to see like what, what who's going to be in this package? Yeah, cards. you don't yeah, know who's going to be in it. And uh, sometimes it would be like players that I just don't know, but uh, maybe that was a good thing. I could learn more about it. The, yeah. I- the internet wasn't quite there yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would learn more about players and maybe I would see them on TV when they actually played. And I had all those cards and that, that led into th- that while that did help my love for basketball, that led into, to me purchasing magazines. Sure. And cause to sure. learn more about like, I remember there was like a s- basketball magazine called slam magazine. And uh, there was a, that, that, I remember. I would, get, I would slam. get a prescription for. I would get like a prescription. I would get a subscription, <laughs> a subscription for Slam. But I was probably too young to be getting that magazine. There was some <laughs> iffy stuff in that magazine. My parents didn't know, and I, I personally loved. I loved seeing all the stuff inside of that mm-hmm. magazine. But that also ended up coming with a another magazine called East Bay, which had uh, all sports stuff in it. It's mm-hmm. The sports stuff that you could buy. And uh, while i was saying that, this leads into maybe another topic at another time. It's just a, a little like spoiler for that, but. I got to thinking about my childhood and and how you you can't you don't make you can't make money for yourself. So mm-hmm. some things that you want you just can't get mm-hmm. until maybe you're a grown up. And uh, I it, it just dawned on me that the reason why the things that I collect now as a, as, a, as an adult I think of sneakers. I collect sneakers now is what I do. I, I got yep. into that a few years ago, and I think it, it dawned on me that looking at through those East Bay books through. Purchasing basketball cards and whatnot. Yeah, I would see all those sneakers when I was like 10, 11. I was a basketball player. I was like, I want all these sneakers, but that we cannot afford these. We can't. We'll never be able to afford these. And me as an adult looking back on, I was like, I can get these sneakers now. Like I can get these sneakers sure. at, at the age of thirty. Sure. I got a job. Like if I want to spend money on this, I can, and no one can stop me. Do they cost more now? They do. It's like they cut, Like if you look back at the prices of stuff then in the sure. early like two thousands, like oh my god, the Air Jordan eleven is like a, a 120 bucks pff, that retail now is 200 bucks and yeah. you won't get it on retail you have to yeah. get resale yeah so like that just that, that i think they end up cards the cards transitioning to magazines because they, mm-hmm. they they definitely connect because they were like literally side by side at walmart and all that connected to to me collecting stuff as an adult and mm-hmm. still having the love of collecting things that might not be toys but it's always good to have a love for something and collect something even, sure. even whenever you get a little bit older. So sure. that was my big, that was my big, that was my big one probably.
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like yeah. you're absolutely right about, about how those things can mold into the things that you collect. Today. Yeah. Case in point for me, um, was always a fan of music and things like that growing up, but never really, uh, I only had, f- uh, physical copies of albums because, you know, today Spotify, we can get anything we can want get anything, at yeah. any time. Um I right around um the age of, of 13, 14, um I was given some records. Yeah. And I fell in love with mm-hmm. records ever since. Um I, I I love being able to take a huge twelve by twelve cardboard frame and, and pulling out a booklet and pulling out mm-hmm. this and pulling and just seeing the, the art and everything. So yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Oh, yeah. Like the this, the things that we have when we're when we're younger, and yeah. and even then, like case in point, too, the the price of vinyl has went like skyrocketing yeah. in the last like I've in the last six or seven years. Yeah, um, I remember I could go into a place and pick up a record, and it would be like six or seven bucks because there was just no there was no audience for that. Mm-hmm. Now you walk into a record store and a, a vinyl a, a, a actual pressing from like, let's say a 1986 or something like that. It's twenty seven, twenty eight $28. Some, and you're just like, sometimes, 40. And sometimes more yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes more. <laughs> yeah. It just depends on who you're looking for. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it it's
1: crazy how how the stuff that we see when we're younger It sets you up. affects then, what we do when the we're, things when that, we're older. Yeah, it's and, and and it makes you appreciate those things a little more and that's why yeah, you, you take absolutely. a little and whenever you're an adult you take a little bit more care of them because right. you're like, Well, I missed those things. I should've taken a yeah. little bit care of those stuff. So. Yeah. I think that they all it all connects. It me. does. It really it, does. It all matters in the world. Okay.
0: Yeah. People. As long <laughs> as you like it, that's what matters. Okay.
1: Well,
0: okay. Uh, well, Caleb, I mean that's that's we we've we've touched on a lot this week. Um, so you know, are, are are you good? Are you are you? That's dead? all. Are that, you done? Are that's you, all, yeah,
1: that's all. That's all I had to talk all about. All right,
0: so let's go ahead and see your what next week is it, going oh to God, bring. I hope, God, I hope it's good. I hope it's
1: good. Hope it's good to, oh, oh, oh that, that doesn't count. No, Put that doesn't count. That okay. doesn't count. Just through. <laughs> I just, threw, I just threw one, just, out. Popped out at one okay. just popped out at me.
0: One just popped out at me. Oh. Well, no. I've grabbed two here. I've oh, grabbed no. two. We're doing two topics next uh, week. I mean, we, we possibly could. Oh, well. God, Josh. Uh,
1: I'm sorry. Oh, no.
0: Oh, okay. Well, folks, next week it's going to be our first draft episode.
1: Oh, no. A draft
0: episode. A draft episode of TV shows. Oh,
1: go. Oh. <laughs>
0: so, so it's a good one. It's a good one. It's, it's not like a, it's not a niche one. So, um, just to let you know how this is going to work, uh, real fast. Okay. Uh, we will have 15 television shows to pick from. It can be from any era of television it can be any television show period as long as it has one
1: season And we can't pick the same show can't pick
0: the same show uh what we will do next week next week's will be a very short episode we will alternate back and forth Uh,
1: oh yeah well yeah maybe we should talk talk, a little bit about
0: the shows yeah um we will alternate back and forth picking our 15 and then we will put them online for you all to vote for to see which one that you think is the better
1: if i'm being honest with you Section. I don't care what you people have to say about my, my choices. <laughs> I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick what I like
0: because. Just, just remember that when you vote for me next week, because I do these or tur- two weeks from I do now. The,
1: I do these tournaments online all the time, and you people fail me left and right. Oh, you
0: were going to talk about a um,
1: Pineapple Express? No, no I was not gonna, Pineapple Express. Uh, well, I was doing. I was Step doing, Brothers. Oh yeah, I was doing some tournaments, and I did a uh, an Adam Sandler movie tournament. Happy Gilmore won that. I did a Seth Rogen one. Pineapple Express won that. I did a Jim Carrey one. Eternal Sunshine. the Spot was mine surprisingly won. Awesome. And I did a Will Ferrell one, Step Brothers mm-hmm. one. And I had them face each other. Actually, actually Jim Carrey Eternal Sunshine didn't win. My bad. Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber, won. Dumber won. But Eternal yeah. Sunshine made it far. But uh I had Dumb and Dumber play Eternal Step Eternal Sunshine is a better movie. I had Dumb and Dumber play Step Brothers and don't Dumb... Step... Step Brothers almost beat it. <laughs> What's going on? But then then eventually Dumb and Dumber faced Happy Gilmore and uh Happy Gilmore won, and I'm just like I don't understand. Like, well, I don't know what people like. It's a nostalgia thing, it's, man.
0: I, dumb and Dumber is not nostalgic. Uh, not not compared to Happy Gilmore. In our area, gosh, whatever. In well, our
1: area, listen, whatever.
0: So I'm again, so again, next week
1: we will be back with our TV show draft episode. Caleb, where can people find us? They can find us on Facebook. They can find us on Instagram. They can find us on on Twitter. On YouTube. On YouTube and obviously stream us anywhere you'd like wherever you're streaming us right now if that's, if that's where you want to stream us go ahead and do it but you can find us on places like Spotify Apple Music Amazon uh, the other? Google, Google. Google podcast any just Radio type in, just type it's in chat from there. a hat
0: it's going to come it's up somewhere it's going to be there alright folks thank you so much for joining us this week on chat from a hat I am Josh Brown I'm Caleb Luther and we will talk to you next week